everyone. Welcome to our Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I'm your host, Angie Miller, and today I have a super special featured guest on. His name is Matthew Janusek. Janusek, actually. He is the owner of Escape Fitness, and he also hosts the Escape Your Limits podcast. It was my honor to be on and share an episode on Escape Your Limits with Matthew, and it is my honor to now have him as a guest. So our episode today is on the state of the fitness industry from Matthew's perspective. And I think that if I was going to get anyone's perspective on this, he would be the guy because Matthew is not only an entrepreneur and a very successful business owner. To me, he epitomizes innovation and collaboration and reinvention. And today, I just want to kind of deep dive, get some of his secrets that he can share with you. And so Matthew, I'm going to bring you into the show and just have you introduce yourself. Hey, Angie, thank you very much uh, for that wonderful int introduction. Uh, I, I wondered who you was going to bring on then, but uh, it was nice that it was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Matthew, we were just talking before the show. You're coming to us from Newport Coast, California, right? I am. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of behind the setup here. I'm looking out over the, over the, the beautiful um, sun and ocean so i'm i'm, I'm very lucky that uh that, that spring has arrived um at least on the west coast that is uh very different to where to where i was uh i was actually brought up because um you know it kind of rained about 360 days <laughs> days of the year it felt but um yeah i'm, I'm uh, very very pleased to be in the sun yeah you're in one of the most beautiful areas so i don't think you can complain so you know when uh, when I was with you this summer, Matthew, and I actually got to see you in action, meet you at Ideal World, see your family, which, you know, they're such a big part of what you do. I just feel like your story of success is so unique. You're a true entrepreneur that you've really carved out this niche. And I'm wondering if you just want to share a little bit about it for those who don't know about Escape Fitness, share a little bit about what it is and what you do. We're, uh, we, we're yeah, okay. There's a, there's a it's a it's a long sort of complicated story but I'll, I'll give you i'll try and pick a few highlights that that maybe resonated with me um that are probably worth sharing so i i've been um i've been interested in fitness since i was about 15 years old um i i i was uh i i got i, I suppose i got my passion from arnold schwarzenegger watching pumping iron and i had a <laughs> A bit of a, a dream to become Mr. Mr. Olympia one day, and so so you know started working out in in my parents' garage and use you know pumping plastic weights as as, as a kid and and went on to compete as a junior bodybuilder um, up until I was about 21. So so I, I think I kind of had this bug, which which I guess a lot of people in the fitness industry have. That, you know, it's it's not. A job working out is not something you're ever forced to do. We're, we're probably one of the, the few groups of people that actually enjoy just just working out. You know, for when when I when I see friends that that um, even people that sort of start their fitness journey and go into the gym and you know ask me about what I'm doing and I tell them how how much of a great experience it was just to come back in from running for 45 minutes and now I'm going to hit the weight. So they kind of look at me as I'm a little, little bit, a little bit strained. So I suppose that's a, that's a great gift that I've been given that I, that I understand. I, I enjoy doing those types of things. 
and and probably even better i was able to uh when i was in my sort of mid mid to late 20s i was able to set up a business with my father with with no um no investment no prior business experience no no connections nothing really but we we were managed we managed for a, to sort of start up a company buying and selling dumbbells to uh to, to commercial gyms and uh really? and, and through yeah through 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 a lot of you know timing and some luck and and a ton of hard work we, we were able to start a business uh in in England uh, back then and uh and then here we are today 25 years later we're with I suppose one of the major players in in the functional training space which which wasn't called functional training when I started it was just you know it was just what what you did I suppose before it, um you know that was the way way I used to train and um and yeah you know I I met my wife through the industry I I've sort of was able to to move my family to America because of the fitness industry. I suppose I've been able to have a, a fantastic life on, an, on, 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 you know, so many different ways, you know, personally in terms of, of my, my, my health and, and everything like that, you know, the fitness industry has just had such a, an amazing impact on me, many people around me, my family and, and, and so many relationships. So I really, you know, I, I owe so much to that pumping iron movie I watched when I was about 15 years old. <laughs> have you ever interviewed Arnold? <laughs> well, we, we, as you say, we have a podcast. I've interviewed a lot of people that, that know him. One of the probably one of the closest people I know was, was uh, Frank Zane, who, who sort of, you know, was, was had a pretty good relationship for a period of time with, with Arnold. And, and so it's, it's one of the things that's on my list. Uh, my, my wife gets the guests for us and, and uh, we're certainly trying at many different angles to um, to get in touch with him. And one one day, I'll somehow I will I'll get him onto our podcast. I'm I'm sure of that. Um, so that's that's my sort of you know that's that's our big big goal. Do you know how but I think yet. it's going to happen? I think it's going to happen because Arnold is just going to be happening to listen to Strong Mind, Strong Body today. And he's going to be like, wow. You know what? I saw this great podcast and Matthew Janusek was on there and I need to be on his podcast. So um, that's a great story. So since you were 15, you're out in your garage pumping iron and doing junior body body lifting or body weight competitions. And then you and your dad start selling dumbbells. And then it turns into this Escape Fitness mm. decades later. And mm. uh, what exactly does Escape Fitness do? Because I know that as far as like design and innovation, I feel like you are pretty much a leader. So just give us the lowdown on Escape Fitness. We, we design functional training or group training areas or personal training spaces within commercial facilities so that that could be big box gyms that could be boutique studios personal training studios apartment complexes hotels uh, we do a lot of education uh, corporate wellness so any anyone that is looking to create uh, an engaging training space we um you know we work with with those types of clients i think we've we're probably probably in about 52 countries around the world with, um, with, with distributors or, or selling directly. And, and our goal for, for fitness is really to, to sort of appeal to people that are the opposite of myself, I guess, because myself and many people like me, we could go out into the, into a car park and we could pick up some rocks and, yeah. and, and, you know, get out, you know, start bear crawling on our hands in the, on the tarmac and we, we would find a way to have a great workout and we'd have fun and 
and we'd, 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 we'd just have an, an awesome time, you know, if we had a, a few creative people around us. But, but most people are not like that. So our philosophy from very, very early days is being able to use design, whether that's designing in our, in our equipment or design in terms of the spaces, to find ways to bring people into an area, um, reduce the intimidation factor about picking up pieces of equipment and make fitness a fun uh, a fun experience on some level, whether that's some of the programming that we do, whether that's working with with our designers and architects in in designing the space, or whether it's a, some something as simple as as you know designing fun, colourful, soft tyres that you can flip and pull and drag and and do things like that. That's really been our philosophy, and I suppose something that that we've always done differently to a, a lot of other people within the space, and and as you said in the introduction, you know, innovation is always a, a big thing for us. We're always trying to think of new and exciting ways to get people to exercise and not, 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 not in a gimmicky way, because um, there's obviously, as, as you know, you've been around and there's a lot of gimmicks in, in the, in the, in the fitness industry that come and go, but we, you know, things that are, that have, that make sense that deliver results and with really good education, which is what you guys do, with some great trainers and, um, and, and, and some great instruction, you, you, can, you can really help people live uh, a much better life. They can move better. They have better energy. Um, they can look better. And, and you know, if, if, if you've got those, if they can think better. Um, and if, you, if you've got those things going on, then, then your life changes in, in so many different ways. And, and, I, I, and I think, you know, my, my, ch my sort of, frustration with the industry and not not in a bad way but in a, in a way where you know we I, I i really want the what what i call the industry and that's a separate topic you know how do we define the industry but but what i think most of us know as a fitness industry you know there's a lot of things that frustrate me about this and i, I they're things that if we could do better at, and and resolve some of these problems you know everybody that are playing within the space and and working in the space would, would be a lot better off but I, I do feel that we 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 narrow down the our proposition to be something that really only appeals to people like ourselves you know we're mm -hmm. we're, we're all we're always going to work out we understand the benefits of working out we know what to do um, we rub shoulders and hang out with people like ourselves. And we believe we live in a bit of a bubble thinking that is what, what, right. you know, what people want from it. When, when in fact, as we know, as long as I've been involved in the industry, which is 25 years, um, we've not really grown the, you know, we're not, we're not really growing the, the, the amount of people that are interested. It's, it always seems to float around this sort of 10 to like, you know, it will say 12 to 18 percent if you look at many countries around the world they're always in that little sort of percentage of the population working out and and it's not like we, we we're increasing that in a, in a radical way now i know a lot of people could argue with some of the stats and say well actually participation is a lot higher but i think you know without sort of without going into too much detail in general there's still a hell of a lot of people that have no desire to go and work right. out compared to the people that do. And I, and I suppose that for me, I, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a messaging problem that us within the industry kind of give to people who don't exercise and work out. And, and, and I think it, you know, in, in a lot of cases, it frightens people off. It scares people. Um, I think some of the products that are out there are not necessarily delivering upon what they promise, which is why we have such a poor retention rate in general of people sticking to 
workouts and exercise, you know, gyms and that sort of thing. And I think if we kind of, you know, position ourselves slightly differently, um, I think we could do a much better job. And, and a lot of that really, for my, in my mind, comes down to a lot of the people that have probably come through, um, you know, education like the NSM, because I think my, you know, my answer to the problem that we have is, is highly qualified trainers that are actually, you know, speaking to people, assessing people, putting together good programs and, and doing what good trainers do. I think if there was more people like that, delivering that type of product, I think we would be in a much better, better position. But unfortunately, we've not quite been able to, to crack that code yet. Right. Well, you know, I, I, the thing is, a few things came into my mind when you were talking, and I was thinking brilliant, brilliant, brilliant the whole time. And one of them is, you know, you started out by explaining that escape fitness is about designing spaces. And what came to my mind was, isn't there like a TV show about designing spaces? And I thought, isn't that the truth? Because every hotel, every resort, every establishment that you go into, there is a science behind how they design that space. Then it's meant to build collaboration and connectivity and, and make people want to have conversations and hang out. And that has everything to do with it. And to your point, when you're building a fitness space, you want it to be a fitness space that is non-threatening, non-intimidating, that is inviting, that makes people want to come in and be a part of that space. And, you know, in the smallest example, I, I teach fitness classes. It's kind of my happy place that I go a few times a week and a, a local gym had just redesigned their whole space and they were doing kind of a functional training class in this one particular space and they redesigned it in a way that really threw everyone off, in a way that kind of disinvited people to participate and made people feel more um, exposed, if you will, more vulnerable, and took away that feeling that people had of, of being able to participate, but not be exposed to everyone in the gym. And it was amazing just to watch the classes drop in attendance just by the space and the way that it was designed. And so you're right, there's such a science behind that, both in conversation spaces and hotels, as well as in fitness spaces. And so kudos to you for designing those kind of spaces. And Matthew, before we go on, I want to just reintroduce you. Um, this is Strong Mind, Strong Body, and I'm Angie Miller. I'm talking to Matthew Janusek, and he owns Escape Fitness. He also hosts the Escape Your Limits podcast. And we're just talking about innovation and reinvention and what the fitness industry looks like today. But Matthew, you also talked about kind of some of the concerns in fitness and I, I love where you were going with that because you're right. It does have to do with good educators and us resonating with people's needs. But it also, like you're saying, we're missing a big part of the population. Um, this summer when I was at Idea World, when I was at your podcast, I was talking to our CEO of NASM and I said, I feel like we're all swimming in a fishbowl. And we don't even realize that there's all these fish outside of the bowl that don't have any clue as to why we get so excited to swim in this fishbowl. And mm -hmm. they're not incentivized to come join us because we just seem very threatening. And mm -hmm. we keep preaching the same sermon, if you will, to one another. We go to these big conventions and we have these big powwows and we get each other all excited 
but there's still like masses of the population that aren't very excited about it. Mm. And there's so many people that we haven't quite reached. So outside of having good educators and good fitness spaces, what do you think is going to help us bridge that gap between the people who are with us and the ones, the other, what, 80 something percent that we want to join us? Mm. Well, it, it's it's becoming, I, I suppose the space is becoming fairly fragmented. And, and you know, unfortunately, the, the big brands with the money have the ability to push a particular like I don't I don't want to I don't like sort of necessarily um, you know I, I don't want to come across as being negative and and you know there are some things out there that's great it's get, it's getting people in you know there's there's a there's certainly a lot of gateway products that get people to think about fitness and they're kind of fun and they're kind of entertaining but I suppose we all know and my guess is that the type of people that are listening to this understand look if in most cases you know, let, let's let's take this on a really big level. You know, the, we've got a challenge in our country, in, in the US and, and in where I'm from in the UK, where we're, we're, we're getting unhealthier every single year. The population, the health is deteriorating. Uh, the, the top diseases that are out there are, are lifestyle related diseases and, and meaning that they're all preventive, preventable. And, and how are they preventable? Well, through good nutrition, um, you know, nutrition, diet, exercise, you know, if, if you recovery, if, if, if you're sort of um, out of balance and, 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 and you can work with a professional to get yourself in balance, doing some very, very basic things, you know, moving more, you know, eating the right types of food, stopping doing, you know, eating and drinking things that you shouldn't do and getting the right type of rest and recovery, lowering your stress, etc. all things that, that us as an industry do, then, you know, we're going to make a massive impact. People are going to be healthier, they're going to live longer. They're not going to have to take medication. They're not going to have to use a health service. So we kind of know that we've got this amazing um, solution out there, you know, so, so that's the first thing. Okay. That's that, that, that's the good news. Now, obviously a lot of people jump on the bandwagon, whether it's, whether it's companies selling, you know, seemingly healthy pills, healthy food that have got, you know, protein in it and this kind of stuff. And then, you know, companies that, that are selling, oh, well, do this and this will solve your exercise problem. And, and in yeah. most cases, if, if, if the, the, the marketing spend is so great for some of these kind of, um, I'll call them like fads, that people are convinced that this is what they need. You know, they, they've got big budgets to write great articles and to link it, randomly link it to research. And, and so people go and, and, you know, the average people on the, on the street that don't listen to podcasts like this, that don't spend time educating themselves, and even if you do do that, you've, you've got to really stay on top of things to understand that, you know, truth versus the sort of falsehood. But, you know, they, they get conned into to doing these things. And then what, what happens, we all know what happens is they get, they get into it, they, they realize it's not working or something else happens as a result of, of, you know, trying to sort of go and do high intensity, in, you know, interval training three or four times a week and they get injured or they, they get burnt out or they create something else and then they stop and then they say, well, fitness isn't for me. Well, yes, it is. You've just probably, you know, got involved on the wrong level. You've been conned by something that probably doesn't necessarily have your best intentions at heart. And, and then you drop out and you continue on your path. And, and I think somehow, and, all that, and I don't know how to do this, but we, we had a we had a small panel where we discussed this at an event just a week ago. And, you know, somehow 
we are, you know, the, the, the NSM trainers and, and people like yourself are, are the answer. And somehow we've got to figure out how to get that message out that, look, you know, paying, you, you obviously got to invest in this, but paying for good qualified people that can look at you, can understand exactly where you are, can, can give you a, a unique assessment of, of where you are individually and assist you getting, getting to where you want to be. Right. And in most cases, you know, as you know this yourself, it could be a case of, look, you're just extremely stressed. You, you, you know, the, 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 what you really need is to, is to recover. You need to start moving. You need to kind of, you know, get some really good sleep. You need to stop doing the things that, that are causing you a problem. And then we can start you with some gentle exercise. We can, we yeah. can, we can, you know, progress you very, very, very gradually. We can get you moving in a way that's going to be sensible because maybe, you, you know, you've got a, a, a back injury. Maybe, you're, maybe you've got tight hamstrings and putting you on a treadmill for 20 minutes running at full speed is not the best thing that you need at the moment. And, and, and then people can start getting confidence that, you know, this health, whatever they call fitness, which I think is probably not the right word, but it, that, that is what, you know, is going to get you better. And, and, and I do really think that the, that the trainers, you know, personal trainers and, and fitness instructors, they are the answer, you know, big brands selling, you know, these types of products isn't the answer. And somehow I think if we could figure that out um, and people are, you know, there are some people doing a great job. I think we could increase the, you know, the salaries for a lot of these people, which at the moment, you know, you can, in some cases, you can actually get more money going to work at someone like Amazon than you can if you're a trainer that's been through, you know, several years of, of, of education. You know, the, these, these people should be up there with, with doctors in my mind. And, and, you know, doctors also need, you know, you know, need to be partnering up with some of these fitness professionals. So I think, you know, it, it puts money, it, it makes fitness a, a profession that, that can, where people can support their families. It means that they can actually do things that, that, that as a society we need. And, right. and, but I just think we need to kind of reposition, you know, what, how, how, we, how we market and communicate what it is that we offer. Because I think the consumer, the average man and the woman on the street, you know, my mum doesn't really understand that. And as, as a result, you know, they're, they're not, you know, coming on board as, as, as quickly as we, we, we would like them to, I think. Well, you know, a couple of thoughts came to my mind when you were saying that. And, and I agree, you know, to reach the masses, I think not to oversimplify, but I think one of the best things we can do is just listen. Instead of trying to kind of maybe shove it down people's throats why they should exercise, because what we know intellectually and what we practice in our lives are, are sometimes, you know, some somewhat separate. And I think that one of the best ways that I found to inspire people to exercise is in the most unique places. Just when I run across people and they ask me what I do, and then I start to ask them about their lives and then I listen and I hear what their needs are and I hear what their perceived obstacles are. And then instead of just giving them a one size fits all approach, they actually feel like they're heard and they're seen and they're understood and they're validated before I even start to move into solutions. And I think that we're a solution focused industry, which is great when you already have your client in place. But when you're yeah. meeting somebody, what they really want is to be seen and heard. And they don't want to hear about all the, the beauty of fitness because they, they already know this, but they want you to see them and hear their problems. And then you can work with them to kind of help individualize what might help them. And sometimes it's the simplest thing. I mean, I've actually just said, just even in my clients in therapy, I just say, you know, have you tried walking outside? 
because that is a form of exercise. You know, have you tried active breathing exercises because that's a way to reset and recover your body? So I think that we can just give people permission to not love fitness the way that we do, but to find other avenues that will build their health and wellness that are not so intimidating and threatening and give them permission to take it one step at a time. But, you know, one of the but things- on the, Just that, on that, Angie, you know, like I, I think, you know, we're, we also, we're also very focused on, you know, the, the, the sort of activity. And as you say, you know, it's very personal. Some people like to do certain things. Some people don't, you know, we've all got our own kind of thing, but you know, I've, I've, I've for, for five years now, I've interviewed hundreds of professionals like you have. And, and, you know, this is, the, this is an important thing without question. I've never, ever met anybody that's got that, that's at a high level in, in their, in their career. And I, I, like I say, I've been fortunate to meet some extremely successful people in this industry. And everybody says it starts here. It starts in the, in the mind, the brain, whatever right. you want to call it. It starts up, up, you know, above your shoulders. None of it is below your shoulders. No, none of, none of the solutions to anybody's um, health happens below their shoulders. And, mm -hmm. and so the, the thing that, that means that it's quite difficult, it's like, well, how do you, you know, how do you work on that thing first? Because if you don't get that engaged, you can forget them sticking to a program. How do you do that in a successful way? And I, and I really do feel that, um, you know, group, group exercise is a great way to do it, um, you know, because you are able to, you know, create these communities and, and, and there's some people doing some fantastic stuff on a community perspective online. But, but when you think about it, is, is they're definitely, you know, they're not just working on the body. You know, the exercises are almost secondary. What they're doing is they're creating community. They're, they're, they're you know, creating, you know, people are, are now accountable to each other. There's, there's an element of motivation. Um, there's, there's an element of sort of sharing similar experiences with each other. So, so they're working predominantly above the shoulders. You know, any of these, these people that have figured out that, that, you know, the, the kind of online science, that's really what, what they're doing. And if you look at any successful, um, you know, whether it's, whether it be like a Zumba or a CrossFit or anything like that, putting the exercise part aside, you know, depending on whether you feel that, that, that that's the right thing for them to do. It's all very much, you know, community and, and, and sort of, you know, helping people in, in, in their minds before the body. And, and I think a lot of these, um, a lot of these kind of, you know, fitness, solutions out there seem to skip that part and then and then we're not surprised why they come and they join a program for three or four months and then they drop out because they say they're not getting getting the results i i, I think that's that's something that we we need to be um you know uh, aware of and, and I, I don't want to come across as though oh well you know that was an interesting interview matthew kind of really slagged off the industry you know when it's when it's you know it, it's it's Every, you know that it's it's a hundred percent of what we do as a business. I, I think we're a great industry, but I think if we're better, our company will be better. People will be better. You know, everyone will be better if we can if we can just you know to use your word, innovate and and reinvent ourselves. You know, we're all gonna yeah. rising tide raises raises all ships, and 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 so I think that's why I say I'm saying what I'm saying is like let's challenge ourselves. You know, we, right. we we've got to be better in some way. Well, and I think that's, I mean, when you and I had that interview, that's what we really talked about is bridging the emotional side of our well-being with the physical side of our well-being. And honestly, if, if I've found a niche, it's been that. It's been bridging fitness and mental health. 
and and saying, you know, it's pretty hard to um, motivate somebody who's depressed to get up and move. And I think it's hard to be physically healthy if you're not emotionally healthy. And it's hard to be emotionally healthy if you're not physically healthy. But it's something that we have to, again, we have to listen to people. We have to hear their needs. We have to help them solve their problems. But I think emotional intelligence and communication and empathy are key. Um, I have to be able to listen to people. I have to be able to empathize with their plight, whether I agree with it or not. I'm not here to argue with them or tell them why, you know, they shouldn't be thinking the way they're thinking or it's, it's has everything to do with motivational interviewing, meeting people where they are, asking open-ended questions, being authentic and being willing to sit in the driver's seat, or I'm sorry, in the passenger seat and support them as they hold the wheel and put their foot on the accelerator, give them permission to put on the brakes when they need to. But I'm always collaborating and supporting and guiding. I'm not directing and demanding and telling them what to do. And I feel like our industry has been like that for a long time. And now we're like, hey, it makes sense that we're thinking about wellness as an entity that we're thinking about physical, emotional, mental wellness. And we're trying to figure out a way to do this. So I feel like the industry is going in the, in the perfect direction. I feel like we are actually finding a way to bridge that gap and to get on board. I spoke in, in Bangkok last year and I had so many people come up to me because all of my topics were the softer side of fitness, emotional intelligence, stress management, um, building resilience. And so many came up to me and said, culturally, we're just now talking about this in the Asian culture. And thank you for bringing this to us and, and making it, giving it space and a voice and, and showing that it's impactful, that it matters the way that we're talking to people and showing up for people. So, um, so no, I appreciate that. I don't at all hear you say, oh, we're doing things wrong. I think we're saying in terms of innovation, there's a lot more we can do. And yeah, and, and, and on that, you know, the, I suppose the good thing, the, the reason, you know, if you're a business person and you're saying, okay, look, you know, what's the next opportunity? The, the good thing is that there's an amazing opportunity out there because nobody's really, you know, not, nobody on massive, figure this out. You know, there's a lot of people that haven't, under, you know, don't understand how to solve that problem. There's a, there are some people that have, and they're doing extremely well. There's a lot of people that need helping. So, you know, if, if you, if you're in a business position, it's like, okay, look, there's all these people that need help. I've figured out how to solve that problem. You know, what a great, and, and none of our competitors have figured it out yet. You know, they don't yeah. seem to be on board with it. What a great opportunity. And, and, and that's the exciting thing. Like, look at all these, you know, you got, you got sort of, 80% of the population that, that are ready for this. If you could, if you could sort of, you know, figure out a way of, of getting a solution for them. And, and it's not difficult, you know, um, we all know that if, if you want to achieve whatever goal it is for fitness, if you want to improve how you look, if you want to get a little bit healthier, that it, it's, it is, relatively straightforward you know well i think in some cases we 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 baffle the consumer with with science where you've got to do all these crazy things and and they get intimidated by it where where we all know you know i'm we, i'm i'm 52 um i've been working out for most of my life um I've you're got not gonna very, ask me to simple. say my age are you no i'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not but but 
you know, I've, I've, when you've been doing, when you've been working out for sort of over 30 years and you're in great shape and you're in better shape than your younger brothers and sisters that are half her age, it's like, okay, look, it, it's not complicated. If you, if you follow this and do it fairly regularly, you can have, you know, you, you can be in great shape and, and be healthy. So it's not like we're trying to crack the code of, you know, how to get the next person on, on Mars. It's, it, we've already solved that part. What we've got to do is, as you say, we've got to figure out the soft stuff. You know, the rest of it's like, yeah, just, just do, just move, do some resistance, figure, right. you know, eat this bait in this way, you know, get your recovery. That's it. Very simple. Now what we've got to do is we've got to help people to, to get over the, you know, the emotional barriers and motivation that to be able to feel as though they're going to be able to, 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 you know, to fit that into what they think is a busy life. They've got to fit that 20 minutes, you know, three or four times a week into their day and right. they can do it. That's what we've got to do. And we've got to do it in a way similar to what Escape focused on in terms of their products. We want to make it fun and exciting and sexy. And, and when you come in, it's an experience, you escape um, from your everyday life. We've got to make it, you know, in terms of that, physical experience with with a trainer we've got to take people into a different world uh you know metaphorically speaking we've got to help them you know sort of even though their, their problems are still going to be there when they leave we've got to we've got to figure out a way of of you know leaving them from that session or whatever feeling empowered ready to take on the world ready to to make some of those changes that's going to help them deal with whatever life is is throwing at them We've got to tell that story in a, in, in a great way. And it's got to be fun, engaging. It's got to be non-intimidating. Um, and it's got to be something that they look forward to do, like you and I look forward to a great workout um, mm. because we have a different perception about what, what that means. I, um, I, ta- I tell my clients, I call it parking your thoughts. I teach my clients to park your thoughts because if you park your thoughts at the door, it's true that that's stress. If you're going through relationship discord or you lost your job, it's still going to be there when you leave the gym. But if you just can envision yourself leaving it out in the car, walking through the door, when you come back to the car at the end, yeah, the problem's still going to be there, but you're going to have a different lens. You're going to have a lot more clarity and a lot more ability to manage whatever it is that's coming your way. And I do think you also kind of talked a little bit about possibility. And I I do see it that way. I tell my clients all the time in fitness and in mental health, when your life just goes to, you know what, we all want to crumble and say, I don't even know where to begin. But at the end of the day, the further down we go, the more possibility there is on how we get back up. And so it is possibility. There's so much possibility in fitness and health and wellness right now. There's so much potential for us to reach people differently, to hear their stories and to honor our unique individual differences, which is kind of anticlimactic to a society that we are right now. Um, Yes, we can provide solutions, but first we need to listen to hear what solutions we need to provide. So step back from being the director and the the know-it-all and become the, I want to learn about you. But, you know, Matthew, I have a question for you. And I, I do want to reintroduce you real quick. I'm talking to Matthew Janusek, and he is the owner of Escape Fitness. And he also hosts Escape Your Limits. And I'm Angie Miller. And we are just talking about the state of the fitness industry and ways that we can do better and be better. And one of the things that I'm just, I, I have to ask you, you've had so many amazing guests on your podcast. I know recently... I think it was Paul check talked about psychedelics and I was super jealous because I was like, Oh, I totally want to talk about that. 
And um, so you're going to have to hook me up. But what's one of the most... Well, with some psychedelics or Paul Check. Yeah, yeah. Was it Paul Check? It was, yes. Yeah. Okay, when, okay. When you said you were... When, yeah, go on. Oh, on. yeah. No, you can... Okay. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. We'll talk later. No. Okay. So, um, so just, I don't know if you can, but what's been one of your most interesting, enlightening episodes that you've had where you've walked away and it's like, wow, my mind is blown right now. Besides the interview you did with me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, as you know, when, you know, I'm sure you've been asked a similar question yourself. It's very difficult because the, the way I go into my interviews is, uh, is um, one is we, we, we pick people that we want to talk to for a reason, you know, we hunt guests and although we have people that, that want to be on it, we, you know, there, there has to be a mutual fit and there has to be a, a sort of, you know, I go into these trying to solve problems for myself and, and for, for, for my business and for people that listen to it. So I kind of go into it with a, with a there is a purpose. It's like, okay, how do we get the, to the bottom of something? How do we, you know, kind of end up in a better position than what we was where we started? How do we elevate our level of, of awareness? And, and, and so they're all, I suppose, in some ways, they all, I, I leave them and, and, and I learn a lot from from many people I speak to, but I suppose you you mentioned Paul Check and and I and I'd recommend um, you know any of your listeners checking Paul out, particularly only only because because he's very much into the health and wellness sector. He's, he's an educator and and he I suppose he from a fitness industry perspective he really shifted my perspective on like where we're we going. And and I know a lot of people look at Paul Check. Um, you know, I used to go and do his, his sort of gym ball work, uh, workouts like 20 years ago when he used to do co the conventions. And so he's he's very different to what he was where he was teaching exercise about gym balls or, or in he's, he's very different in terms of the message that he puts out there. And he is a little bit controversial. And whether you agree with him or not agree with him, his principles are really sound. And 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 I and I just love the way he, he talks about sort of holistic health. And I, I, I love his message and and the way he looks at things because i think you know it's it's actually you know it's it's, it's a great philosophy for us all to be aware of and i'm you know I'm, I, I'm a little bit out of touch with with a lot of the teachings of nasm and i'm, and I'm sure you know they they also share that sort of you know innovative innovative approach in terms of you know how we should you know view education I, I i just don't know as much about it as i as i do from paul's teaching but i i just I, I do think that um you know you've got these people out there that are really um you know they've, they've got some great principles they are innovating and they're also innovating in, in in the way that they get that message out there because um you know one of the things that we have to think about if if we're you know if health and fitness is a business for us is is there's so many different problems that you can solve for so many people and i think the challenge is we try and go after everything it's like well you know mm -hmm. what, what who, who do you go after what's your business for and it's like oh well, well we we cater for everybody you know we we do mums we do dads we do business people we do you know they, they do everything and it's and it's very difficult to be to be good at everything you know jack of all yeah. trades master is none as they say and i think you know what 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 i've learned is is to really sort of spend some time figuring out what your passion is you know what how what what is a subject that you that you really want to go deep into how does that connect with 
a story that that resonates with you and then and then figure out how you can then communicate that message with 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 your your, your target audience so I'll, I'll give you a little example you know for me i'm a business person i'm into fitness and i know many many business people that i meet that run businesses or business leaders that um are very influential people you know they have they have big um, you know they they either own companies that have lots of employees or they have a platform where they they have a job in you know in an industry or whatever and a lot of people listen to them but yet their their personal health suffers because of of their role and and so i i i feel as a leader for you to be the best leader you can be and to help people if you're not putting your health fitness and wellness first you're actually letting your family down the people that work for you down um, your industry down, you know, you, you're actually sort of, you know, without realizing you're, 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 you know, you're compromising your own performance and you're affecting thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. And so I understand that message. I can resonate with it. And, and, you know, for me, it's like, well, how can I help, you know, friends and colleagues that are, that are like me to be able to put fitness first so they can be a better version of themselves and they can help more people. And, and, and I, and I think, that's something that as, as, as fitness professionals have, have a great opportunity to do because we can compete with huge companies if we're able to really resonate with an audience, if we're able to get that unique knowledge, those unique case studies, um, you know, those unique referrals from people that, that you know, are, are within that channel. And I, and I think that's what, what Paul does. You know, he obviously a, a appeals to a very niche group of people and, and he's marketing efforts. Uh, you know, in some people, some people can say they're a little bit wacky, but, but, you know, as long as you know that audience, you know, it doesn't matter if you upset people, it doesn't matter if you say things that people don't like, you know, the fact that Paul talks about psychedelics, and he's got his own story about those, you know, some people may never go to Paul because of his belief on certain things, but there's also a lot of people that does. And, and, and so I think, you know, with all my, the, the people I've talked about, it's like, look, they're, they're, they go all in on who they are. And they don't mind about upsetting everybody else that right. doesn't believe in it. And, and because of that, it makes them, you know, they get these really committed people that follow them and, 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 you know, they create these great businesses around a particular niche that make it very, very difficult for somebody who, who sort of does a little bit of what Paul does and does a little bit of what someone else does. They're never going to be as good as what he is in that sector. Cause he's, you know, he's best in class and he owns it. And I, and I, I think that's, that's a great lesson for me is to figure out, well, who is it? you want to be what are you going to focus and specialize on and almost like forget about the fact that you're going to upset a lot of other people because that that you know they're probably not your audience anyway i don't know i, I don't know if i've answered your question i've gone off track a little bit but. no i think that actually i think that you answered my question then you gave me a bonus and i love bonuses <laughs> and so because i think you answered my question you did find the psychedelic episode very enlightening but i think also what you're saying is is what we all know and that is find your audience by focusing on what you're good at and what resonates with you. I did a whole monologue on listening and why listening is a pivotal part of sales. And it's because, you know, and I talked in there about how I don't want to sell to everybody. I want to sell to people who resonate with my mission. And in the process of listening, I'm going to find out if that's somebody who I actually align with, because if I don't, I'm going to refer them out. 
I'm not here to sell to everyone. And so that is why, to your point, we can compete with big brands if we know who we are and we stay true to that. And we don't try to target everybody. We just try to target the people that we resonate with. So mm. Matthew, I feel like, actually, I feel like this has been an amazing interview. I've really appreciated your perspective on innovation and your perspective on where we can grow as an industry. And again, that's possibility and potential. And so I think that there's some good sound bites and nuggets to come out of this. I hope that we all sit back and go, okay, how can we do our part to help the industry grow? How can we do our part to reach just one more person today? So Matthew, thanks again for joining us. And uh, thanks for kind of introducing us to Escape Your Limits. And I, I do, I love your podcast. Um, I hope people go in and take a listen. And uh, thanks for joining us. Is there any last thought you want to share before we go? Any last thought, thought Cheryl? I, I, I think, as, as, as I said, like we, I, I believe, I think it's a fantastic industry. I, I feel very passionate about, you know, people coming in and, and trainers coming into the space. And I, and I think over the last few years, it's probably, you know, for some people, it's probably been a tough um, sort of tough space where you kind of, you know, you almost think like, is this really, a great industry for me to stay in. Can I, can I support my family and, you know, am I better off going to do something else? And I, I, I suppose if, if, if anybody listened to it is in that position thinking, damn, you know, I can't make ends meet. I, I, I suppose I would just like to say to, to that person. And even if it's just one person that picks this up and say, yeah, there is, um, I, you know, you've got to spend that time to you know, get out of that mental box, look, look outside because there are a lot of great opportunities and, and and in most cases in order to sort of get to that next level it's it's a little bit of soul searching because what you've probably got to do is you've got to become something slightly different to what you are and in most cases from what i've learned it comes from you know raising the level of knowledge and education that you've got in combination of testing that mm -hmm. relearning adjusting testing adjusting and eventually through through persistence you'll you'll you'll, you'll get that breakthrough and you'll you'll be on an, on the next level but I, I definitely you know encourage to stick with it because um you know there's some, there's going to be some great opportunities ahead that's for sure i think so too and i think that's where the innovation comes in i think that we're moving into a whole new space and it involves the mind as much as the body not just saying mind and body but authentically embracing that concept of emotional and mental health as well as physical well-being and bridging that gap so thank you matthew janusek for being on thanks to all of you for listening to our strong mind strong body podcast we'll see you next time mm -hmm.